Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Are you enjoying our new news twice a week format? Yeah, no, I kind of like it. Okay, well don't get used to it. Because <laughs> as soon as this thing is over, you know, which could be any day. Right, right. We're going back to our daily, our daily format. Okay. All right, so what's going on? Um, I don't know. I heard that uh, Bob Iger and Bob Chapek have uh, decided to give up a portion of their salary. Is That's that right. true? That's right. Um, Mr. Iger and Mr. Chapek have uh, foregone their salary for this year. Totally? Um, well, that's a question. That's a good question. They, they, do, they don't really note that because these guys get um, uh, salaries and then bonus plans based on performance. You know, last year, Bob Iger made like, I don't know, $65 million and his salary was like $6 million and everything else was like stock, you know, options and stock, uh, you know, uh, uh, distribution. And so what do you what do you say? Is that your salary? I know. But was it was it 100% or I thought it was like some percentage? Um, Chapek already took his salary reduced by 50%. Okay. I, Iger is giving up 100%. But once again, salary, is that the money or right. the stock option? But I don't and think they're – what are they going to really get in – you know, a lot of it is based on performance. Performance is going to be crap, so – That is true. There's not going to be much left to give. That is true. Give. So Bob Chapek's current base salary is $2.5 million, but he is also eligible for a bonus that is not less than 300% of his annual base salary. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's quite a big thing. Um, in addition to that – um, there are uh, pay cuts across the board. Uh, vice presidents are getting cut 20%, senior vice presidents by 25%, and executive vice presidents by 30%. And that's non-voluntary, I assume. That is non-voluntary, correct. But, you know, whatever it takes to have them continue to pay, um, have them continue to pay people because Disney essentially has no cash flow right now. Well, yeah, well. You know, the only stuff they're making money on is their merchandise that they're selling at shopdisney.com and, you know, through licensing agreements with Target and whatnot. Their movies are are not being released. You know, there's no there's no cinema to speak of. Nobody's going to the theme parks. Nobody's cruising. Oh, and they're making money on Disney Plus. They're making some money on, um, you know, movie sales. And not, you know, not compared to what right. they would have been making, but, right. you know, if things haven't completely stopped. ESPN's got no programming. You know, so they can't be taking in right. that much advertising money. Yeah. So, I don't know. Thank God for Disney Plus at this point. Yep. Um, even though Disney's having a little bit of a tough time, um, they still managed to, I think I skipped a story here. You did. But they still managed to um, help out the community by providing um, some supplies. They're donating some some supplies to hospitals and some medical professionals. That's right. They've given 150,000 rain ponchos to MedShare, which is a humanitarian aid, or, or aid organization for distribution to hospitals in need. And then they've also donated 100,000 N95 masks to the state of New York, California, and Florida. Good for them. I mean, you don't realize but those N95 masks are used for a lot of things, especially construction type stuff. And, you know, if you're um, in facilities, you know, any kind of cleaning People, a lot of those people will have um, those kinds of masks you might wear, you know, if you're doing some sanding or something like that. So um, there's a lot of companies that actually did have the need 
to have them. So you know, right. it's great that they're able to donate them. Right. In, in recent times, uh, Disney has donated more than 270 tons of food to local food banks between Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris, and the Disneyland Resort in California, as well as Alani out on Hawaii. Uh, Disneyland Paris has donated more than 100,000 medical supplies to the French government. And since March, Disney has provided nearly $3 million in in-kind donations around the globe. Very so. nice. All right. Um, not so good news for um, Disney Cruise Line. They've extended their closure through April 28th. Yep, that's it. Uh, no new departures. Um, the previous date was April 12th, but they've extended that out. For anyone that is sailing, they have their choice of a uh, 100% refund or a 125% future cruise credit to be used within 15 months. So we've discussed this a little bit amongst just the two of us. Um, we have. Not on the show. No. Um, but what are your thoughts? What would you do uh, if you had a cruise booked? Would you take the 125% or I would, get the refund? You know, my philosophy is if I was at the point where I had paid in full, I would definitely take the 125% because that money's already gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I would definitely take the 125% because for me, that's that's bumping me up to the next class. Yeah. You know, if we're, if we're uh, you know, maybe it bumps us up into concierge. I don't know. Right. Um, but I'm taking that, that additional money. Um, it is a nice option. Uh, however, there's quite a few people who, you know, maybe are not in the same financial situation that they thought they were going to be. You know, there's people who have $20,000 tied up in, in, you know, a big cruise, you take a Mediterranean cruise or something. You could have a ton of money tied up in those. And, uh, you know, maybe cash isn't quite so fluid anymore in your household, you know, depending upon what's really, I mean, with what's going on, there's no way that, Things are looking as good for people right. um, as they, you know, were before. So um, I understand people who want to take it and, you know, just put it back in the bank or, you know, I mean, it's, you had said, well, you know, if it was on a credit card, it's just going back to a credit card. Well, geez, like if you had that money sitting on the credit card, I definitely want that debt gone. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I see both sides of it. If you can swing it though, what a nice opportunity to get to bump yourself up, um, you know, in, in, in a cruise class or, you know, more nights on a cruise or just, you know, right. a fancier cruise than you had planned on doing. Right. Praying that the quarantine gets lifted within 15 months. Oh, good Lord. I hope so. <laughs> um, to keep you busy while you're at home, Disney has provided some printable activity sheets. That's right. We'll put a link on the park blog. Um, but Disney, Pixar, National Geographic, they're all printing activity sheets um, National Geographic is doing their first board books to help little ones read. They're also doing activity pages. Uh, Disney is doing um, stories and activities and printout crafts. Uh, so lots of stuff going on. There's even some uh, activity kits for books that are out there from Disney Publishing. So uh, check out our Facebook group, and we'll put a link there to the Disney Parks blog, and you can check those out. All right. Well, that's a lot of fun for the littler ones, but if you're uh, old farts like us, uh, perhaps this next bit of um, information will be more fun for you. It looks like Disney is giving a virtual tour of Walt Disney's Imagineering. Yep. They've opened up their headquarters uh, to the cameras. Uh, Once again, this is through the Disney Parks blog, and we will post a link onto our page. Um, it's, uh, Ann Myers giving you a tour of, uh, of Imagineering, which is, which is pretty cool. So that's their location. They're in, they're in the Glendale. Burbank. Glendale. Oh, they're not in the regular, in the, they're not in everybody the else. Right. Okay. All right. 
Um, and it's kind of big news that just sort of got swept under the rug a little bit, but uh, Disney purchased 26 acres of land near the Magic Kingdom. They did. They purchased 26.3 acres for $1.05 million, which breaks down to $39,923 per acre. Uh, the area is just west of the Magic Kingdom on the southern shores of Reedy Lake. Um, the Celebration Company, which is the, the name that Disney purchased it under, uh, made the transaction on the 31st. So, um, you know, Disney purchases land all the time. They made a couple of gigantic land purchases last year, nowhere near the park property. Um, but they do this sometimes to offset their footprint from the, um, you know, from, from new construction mm-hmm. and resorts and whatnot that goes up. And then they usually allocate this land to just be nature farmland or wetland stuff, or right. nature preserve. So. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um, and then also to keep you busy, Disney has released a free young adult book as an ebook. That's right. There's a, a series, um, and it's called A Twisted Tale. And it's usually, uh, you know, a twist on a Disney fairy tale. Well, they've released an ebook, uh, and it is What If Anna and Elsa Never Knew Each Other? Conceal, Don't Feel. Um, this ebook is available from March 30th through April 4th. You can get it on Apple Books, Google Play, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Kobo, uh, whatever Kobo is. Uh, so go ahead and check that out if you get a chance. All right. And then in merchandise news, there's some a very cute new Alex and Ani bracelet, or not a bracelet, a charm. What no, is it? It's a, a graduation cap charm bracelet. So uh, celebrating the uh, members of the class of 2020. Um, you know, new merch. We don't get to hear about a lot of merchandise these days, uh, but it's a gold charm with the Mickey Mouse silhouette wearing a motorboard cap with the class of 2020 written in cursive uh, with a golden tassel. So it's blue and gold. So if your students, uh, you know, if your child has a blue and gold, it makes it all that much cooler uh, like ours is. Yeah. Um, it retails for forty four ninety nine. Uh, you can get it at the Ever After Jewelry Company if uh, if it reopens, if and mm. when it reopens, or you can get it uh, online at shopdisney.com. All right. Um, and then, so in merchandise news, sort of, we had mentioned a lawsuit um, between Dizgear, which was an online apparel store, um, and Disney. Uh, Disney was suing Dizgear for selling uh, unlicensed merchandise. And how did that go? There were some results? Uh, there were results. Uh, the matter did go to trial, and Disney has won a civil federal lawsuit uh, against the Diz Gear online store, um, and the judge has ruled in the mouse's favor. Uh, so there was no dollar settlement listed in the court, but the defendant has been instructed to shut down his business. Well, good. That includes getting rid of all merchandise and the website to Disney's control. And if you go to that website, it no longer exists. Good. Good for them. Um over in Japan, some uh, political news, I guess, but of course affects the park. Um, Japan has instituted an entry ban to 73 countries, and that begins on April 3rd. Yep. Uh, it had been 38 countries, but they've just extended it. So beginning Friday, April 3rd, any foreign nationals who have visited any of the 73 countries on the list within two weeks will be denied entry into Japan. Wow. Um, all entrants into the country, including Japanese citizens, will be asked to voluntarily quarantine in government-approved facilities and not use public transportation for two weeks. So the big thing is this affects the United States, Canada, all of Europe, United Kingdom, China, South Korea, Indonesia, Taiwan, the Philippines, Singapore, Australia, and New Zealand. 
But it just affects it how? Like, we weren't going over there anyway, right? I mean. Well, we weren't. The people? But like, are we allowed were. to travel? Not to Japan. Were we allowed to travel to Japan? If we weren't on that list, and I don't believe the U.S. was on that list before, but now they are. Oh. Like China, previously only the Hubei and Zhejiang provinces were banned, and now it's all of China. Mm-hmm. For all, all of Europe, originally it was just one or two countries, so. Yeah, everybody just needs to stay put and keep their uh, COVID-19 in their own damn countries. That's right. <laughs> Wash your hands. That's right. Um, and then some more activities to keep you busy at home coming from SeaWorld Orlando and the Crayola Experience. Yep. SeaWorld has some, uh, SeaWorld and Bush Gardens have a lot of animal-driven resources for students between kindergarten and 12th grade. Uh, they have a series of fact seat sheets called Animal Bites, which spotlight uh, dozens of species. They have an info book series about careers that involve working with animals and a Saving a Species series and a series of playing uh, playable animal sounds. Uh, so you can go to SeaWorld.org and look that up. Um, and then the Crayola Experience has a number of craft instructions, games, apps, and color pages, as well as science experiments using household items. And to get those, you can go to CrayolaExperience.com slash at home. I saw this cool thing about how to make Play-Doh at home using uh, Kool-Aid, the like unsweetened Kool-Aid packets. Mm-hmm. It looked really neat. And it called for like um, baking soda and flour and whatever. Um, and of course... We haven't done it yet. Well, no, but I didn't finish the story. And of course it called for Kool-Aid packets. So I got the um, the baking soda and I went to the store to buy Kool-Aid packets. Did you know they were totally sold out of Kool-Aid packets? Well, Kool-Aid packets, uh, vegetable oil, and toilet paper. That's no. that's what everybody's I eating. Think, I think everyone saw the thing about cool, about the Kool-Aid Play-Doh. And so oh, I think maybe. there's a whole bunch of fun families who are making uh, Kool-Aid Play-Doh, but not this family. Oh, well. Yeah. Tear. We'll get over it. Next quarantine. Um, the Legoland that was supposed to open in New York has been postponed. Because, yeah, it was supposed to open, I think, what, April? May? May. Uh, July oh, 4th. July. July 4th. Okay. Yes. But they're not you able had, to work on it You had two right more now. months to go through until you got there. <laughs> they're not able to work on it right now, so it, it can't open on time. That is true. So, Goshen, New York is going to be getting a Legoland theme park as well as a 250-room Legoland hotel. Um, they have uh, moved that date back to 21. The new opening date will be announced in the coming months. Um, Goshen is about 60 miles from New York City. Uh, this is going to be a sister park to Legoland Florida, which is in Winter Haven. They're going to have some of the same rides and attractions, but it also has plans for an attraction called Lego Factory Adventure, which will use technology to turn visitors into Lego minifigures. Oh, fun. Um, so yeah, uh, thought we were going to have a little fun this summer with Legoland, but we'll just wait till next year. Where are we going to go? Sure. We've never been to the Lego Land of Florida. I hear it's for littler kids. That's all right. I'm a little kid. I'm a tiny yeah, kid. Yeah, I mean, not like I wouldn't enjoy it. But. That's true. So are we going to do trivia today? We are. We have a special edition of Isabel's Disney Trivia, which is uh, uh, Epcot-based this evening. So uh, get your pens and pencils ready. Put your thinking caps on. And if you're Dawn, you, uh, you better bring it because I think Cheryl's mm-hmm. gunning for you. Yeah, I'm like trying to do research here in like my four minutes. All right, we just briefly paused while we assembled this, this crack trivia team here. <laughs> so without f- further ado, uh, allow me to introduce Isabel's Disney Trivia. Excellent. Hello, Isabel. Oh, you got extra <laughs> sounds today. Yeah, extra like woodchuck sounds or something. <laughs> Not on purpose. Okay. So tonight's topic is Epcot. Yes. 
Epcot. Question one. How many countries appear in World Showcase? Three. Wait. <laughs> Is this once 15. again without going over? Uh, uh, should we do just closest? Or I, like closest I always like closest. Okay, 15. just closest. Okay. 15. Nine. Okay. It's either 11 or 13, and I'm going to go with uh, 11. It is 11. Darn it. Not 30. It uh, no. was originally nine when it opened. See? I knew. Okay. What is the top speed that Test Track travels? Gosh, I can't remember. In miles per hour. It says it when you're on the ride. Does it? Yeah. Uh-huh. 110. Good job, Lily. <laughs> uh, 68. We need to stop including Lily. Uh, I think it approaches but does not exceed 65 miles an what? hour. It's usually about 64.9 miles an hour. 65 miles per hour. It does close. not say it. It does, It too. does. There's the little counter thing as you come past. And Lily's <laughs> eyes are usually shut during that part, I believe. Lily's definitely okay. my daughter. <laughs> Question three. 600 miles an hour. <laughs> How long is World Showcase How long in miles? Is it? What do you, like the whole, the walk. Oh, part. if you walk all the way around. Yeah, in miles. From one end to the other end, not in round trip. Not in a right. circle. Okay. From one end to the other. Here she goes, 14 miles. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know how much we walk outside, don't you? <laughs> no, how much? How I'll guess first. I'm going to say 1.5 miles. Oh. I was going to say um, 1.7. Um, I will go with three quarters of a mile. It's 1.2 miles. What did you say? I said 1.5. Yeah. So you win. Woo! What is the exterior of the land pavilion designed to resemble? It is a land form. Uh, a boulder. Lily. <laughs> Somebody's trying to Lily's use their phone, but she can't it. type that fast. Okay, Dad. We'll All right, take, Lily, you've we'll just been disqualified. Uh, I, I don't know. A mesa. Wait. It's a mesa. <laughs> I don't think it's going to say right, that. All right, and I'm Lily doesn't know. No, I figured it Take out. a guess. Um, <laughs> it's not a mesa, because I don't even know what that is. I don't know. A mountain? It's a special type of mountain. A boulder? No. <laughs> a boulder is not a mountain. Boulder mountain? Mount Everest. No. no. Special type of mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh. It has something special inside. Candy a volcano. Mountain. It's a volcano. <laughs> oh, there you go. We'll give her, give her half All a right, point. we'll give Lily a point for that one. Okay. <laughs> Question five. Which pavilion, country pavilion, is sponsored by the government of the country it represents? They all have sponsors, but one pavilion is the sponsor is the government. Lily? Germany. Okay. I'm gonna say it's either it's either China or Morocco. It could be Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) One of those three. I'm gonna say. Mexico. 
I'll go with Morocco. It is Morocco. Damn! <laughs> Would you like to tally up? Are we at five today, or are we going with we the six question? We are at five today, and you won with three points. Excellent. You always win. As always, another exciting family trivia adventure. We hope you guys uh, knew some of those answers. And if you've got any trivia topics, feel free to post them onto our page, and Isabel will uh, will try to generate some trivia based on your requests. Wait, can I share something? <laughs> sure, sure, yes. During my research before this, I learned that EPCOT stands for Experimental um, Prototype Community of Tomorrow. Nice I believe, work, Lily. I believe that was one of Isabel's trivia questions <laughs> it was last it. week. No? No. No. no? All right. Well, maybe it should have been. All right. That was Lily's special <laughs> highlight of the day corner. So until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. I'm Isabel. And I'm Lily. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Wash your hands, everybody. Bye.